0: This is Campfire Financial Talk with Blake Kondreva from Nevada Retirement Planners. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Blake Kondreva provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goal. And now, here is Campfire Financial Talk with Blake Kandreva. Hello and welcome back
1: to Campfire Financial Talk. My name is Blake Kandreva from Nevada Retirement Planners. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, give us a call at number 775-674-2222 or visit us online at com. And while at my website, check on the radio page to check out past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions or to set up face-to-face or virtual meetings. As I'm sure it comes as no surprise for those of you listening today, 401ks are an essential part of retirement planning for many Americans. If you don't have a 401k yourself, I'm sure you've heard plenty about them as you've worked on your own retirement strategy. Because of their importance, there's been times that people have reached out to me in a panic because they think they've made a 401k strategy error. In some cases, there really was an error, and in other cases, the person was worried over nothing. So on today's show, we're going to take a closer look at some common 401k mistakes and what you can do to avoid them. But before we get into today's topic, let me introduce my co-host, Tony Shore, who's always a rock as perfectly constructed (laughs) as a solid retirement strategy.
0: (laughs) I don't know if I'm solid as a rock, but uh, (laughs) this is a great topic. Uh, uh, Like you said, I mean, 401ks are a critical element or component of retirement planning for so many people. And well, I think uh, obviously it's something that's so important to so many, it's only natural for it to be a source of anxiety for people as well, right?
1: Oh, I completely agree. Um, You know, in an article from The Balance, 401k mistakes you didn't know you were making, they highlight the first mistake as not thoroughly understanding your retirement needs. You know, I have a client that I just saw yesterday who's in her 60s, um, has $1.6 million in her retirement account and not very high income needs every year and didn't know she had enough to retire. At just first glance, you know, when I told her, I was like, you know, you've got, as long as you don't have some crazy goals of, you know, spending $100,000 a year traveling, you should be just fine and it brought her to tears. you know wow. she literally cried in front of me because she didn't think that she could retire. Wow you wow. know and and then my next question to her was, well, well what do you want to do in retirement? And she did not have a clue. you know she knew she wanted to travel, but she didn't know exactly what it was, you know how much she wanted to spend, everything. And when taking a look at your retirement needs, it's, it's crucial that you have a written retirement plan so that you have something that's on a sheet of paper that you can see that, hey, if I'm hitting these goals every year, I should get to what it is that you know I want out of my retirement. And, you know, setting up a budget to make sure that you are reaching those goals. And You know, that's something that you need to revisit every year because, you know, things change. Maybe you were super into traveling, but as the years go on, you've done all this traveling and you don't want to travel overseas anymore. So the, you know, $20,000 budget a year you had to do traveling overseas could now realistically be cut down to less than 10 because you've seen all that. And, you know, you know that you don't want to take those long trips anymore.
0: Right. Right. Well, and yeah, it's interesting. And you need to be prepared for that. And you need to be thinking about that. And and that's part of uh, saving for retirement. It all comes back to that and what you're doing with your 401k. I mean, it's a fair point. So how can people go about getting a good picture of how much income they'll need in retirement? Obviously, one way is working with a financial services professional like yourself, right?
1: Yes, sir. That's, I mean, to me, that's the best way because you have somebody who's versed in it, who is understanding of working in the retirement planning field every day, because that's not something that, you know, most people are looking at thinking about every day. So you need to have somebody who is on your side that knows what it is that you want and what you're working towards to help you keep track of those goals.
0: Yeah, that's true. Uh, that is really true. And I think uh, people need to look at uh, these numbers and crunch them and work with a financial services professional if you aren't already, correct? Correct. Uh, what's the next common 401k mistake out there that we need to, you know, think about?
1: The next mistake I'd say is saving too little. It's outlined in this article as well. And, you know, it's again, it comes back to, have you really looked at what it is that you want to do in retirement? And will the money that you're saving at this moment be enough to get you to those goals? You know, they really also stress that you don't want to be fooled by the auto enrollment that every company, most companies have, where they say, okay, you know, we'll auto enroll you for so much percentage of your paycheck and this, that, and the other. But, That may not be enough, you know, Mm -hmm. depending on what it is that you want to do in retirement. Again, you know, if you're wanting to travel, you're going to need more than especially just the amount that that company matches or that they auto enroll you in. Um, Mm -hmm. The basic rule that I look at is that if you're in your 20s, you need to be saving at least 10 percent of your paycheck. If you're starting in your thirties, you're going to need about 15%. And if you're starting in your forties, 20%. Um, now these are all just basic rules. It's not set in stone. Again, it's something that you'll want to talk about with your financial advisor to really deduce if that is going to be enough.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And another great point there. I mean, You know, saving too little is a concern, and people need to be putting as much as possible, obviously, into retirement savings accounts like uh, retirement vehicles, like 401Ks, 403Bs, uh, IRAs, and we've talked about those on the show before. Um, But, uh, you know, what happens if you meet with an advisor or use one of these, you know, online retirement calculators to figure out what you think you're going to need and you end up with a shortfall. What do you do then?
1: I think at that point, you know, it it really comes down to taking a look at where you are in relationship to the goal that you want. If you're finding out that you don't have enough money at 60 years old, you're going to need to start saving and, you know, changing your budget around to have a, you know, it's going to have more of an impact on your expenses at that point. You know, if it's something that you realize in your 40s or even in your 30s, it's going to make it a lot easier. And that's why I really stress that you need to sit down and take a look and and really kind of make sure that you are revisiting what your goals are every year to make sure that you're going to be able to hit them.
0: Sure. And I'm sure a lot of our our listeners are nervous to think they might have to ramp up their savings, but you know, you mentioned there are tweaks and things you can do. Maybe you could be more specific and give us a couple of examples.
1: I know that if you've listened to the past shows, you've really heard me harp on budgeting
0: yep. and that's there you go. really
1: what it comes down to. Yep. You know, are you going out and spending, you know, a couple hundred bucks a month on frivolous things that while well, you may enjoy them at now, is it really something that's important to you instead of, saving for your retirement you know do you want it now or do you want to enjoy your retirement that's that's really what the budgeting can help you kind of realize is, are some of these things that you have on your expenses really things that you need you know can you do without you know cable and every streaming internet service you know like Hulu and Netflix and things like that or can you ditch the cable and just use the streaming services
0: sure uh, yeah, that's true. I, I mean, wow, that's a great way to save money, uh, especially, you know, not only because of, you know, so you can save more in your 401k or live more frugally, but with rising inflation, that's a big one. At one point in time, I mentioned this uh, a week or two ago, uh, our family, I think, had nine different subscriptions. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. it's just like, no, uh, we don't need these. Uh, let's cut some of these out. So yep. Uh, yep. that that's, that's really important. Now, uh, before we go on, let our listeners know uh, how they can get a hold of you, Blake, uh, to set up that complimentary uh, no-cost, no-obligation consultation.
1: Listeners can visit my website at s.com or call my office at 775-674-2222 to discuss how we might be able to answer your questions and address your concerns about your path to retirement. It's our goal to help you prepare for the retirement you've worked so hard for.
0: Right. And and that's key right there. I think it's really important uh, that people uh, take advantage of that, uh, offer for them to meet with you, sit down and get a plan started. And again, there's no cost or obligation. What's that phone number one more time?
1: 775-674-2222.
0: All right. Well, during today's show, we've been looking at some of these common 401k mistakes and what our listeners out there can do to avoid them. And uh, you know, I read something recently in Newsweek, 60 million Americans utilized 401k plans in the year 2020 when they did that the, the study to see how many were using it. And uh, I think that number is probably going to climb even higher, and I'm sure a big chunk of those people often spend time wondering and worrying about whether or not they're getting everything right when it comes to their 401ks and their retirement savings. So what do you have next for us?
1: You know, next, I really urge our clients and prospective clients to take a look at their 401k expenses. You know, when you look at a statement, you see what the, you know, overall charge is, um, but is that truly the overall charge? Yeah. You know, 401k, a lot of people
0: don't even realize there are fees associated with 401ks or that they're paying, right?
1: Correct. You know, the, the department of labor even, uh, categorizes, uh, 401k expenses into three different categories. There's plan admin fees, uh, investment fees, individual service fees. I mean, what they put on your statement typically is just what the investment fees are or you know what the individual fee from that advisor to that person is. But they're not diving into the cost of buying into that investment. So typically, most mutual funds that you buy into, you're looking at a, a sales charge of 5.75%. There's also a sales charge when you get out of that fund. Um, typically, that's not put on the statement. Um, that's not something that you see, and it adds in to the overall cost. Because you know, typically for large 401k plans, the costs are you know very relatively minimal because there are so many people and so much money in that plan that the plan admin fees are going to be very small, but are they making that up in other areas by charging you more when they sell your you know, stock or when they buy stock for you? So really diving in and finding out what it is um, that is the overall thing that you're being charged to have your investments there. Um, you can even take a look, uh, the financial industry uh, regulation, FINRA uh, has a fund analyze tool Uh, that allows you to see exactly what those funds are charging you. And another tool that you can use is if you have an advisor like myself in your area, we have access, a lot of us have access to a program called Morningstar. And for all my clients that come in, all my prospective clients that come in, we take a look at their statement and we run that through Morningstar. And Morningstar is simply a company that doesn't have any opinions on stocks or their performance or anything like that. They are typically a company, or they are solely a company that keeps track of the data. So they'll be able to tell you how that fund has performed since it was incepted. Um, you know how it's performed over the last year, what all the fees inside of it are. You know exactly how it lines up on the risk that you're taking inside of that fund. I mean, there's just a lot of things that the Morningstar report can do for, for you as a client to really open up your eyes and see exactly how much it is that you're being charged.
0: Well, yeah, that's key. I mean, I don't think anybody enjoys fees and expenses, but we know sometimes we have to pay them uh, and it's a part of all this. Uh, but what's the solution?
1: The solution is really finding a a financial professional like myself to sit down and help walk you through it. Sure. Because, uh, you know, a lot of people don't realize that when they turn 59 and a half, even if they're still working for their company, they can do what's called an in service rollover. Sure. And what that does is it's a non taxable event. So um, you take your money from your 401k, and once a year, you're allowed to roll it over into an outside uh, company like mine to help manage it. reason that you would do something like that is so that you could have access to the entire stock market. Because when a 401k is put together, uh, the more options that they give you, the more that they have to pay for it. So a lot of times, that's why you see companies that you, know, you work for that only have five different options because that, those five different options are way cheaper than giving you access to the entire stock market. And when you then roll those funds out and you give them to a professional like myself, you have access to the whole stock market. So knowing what you're being charged at your 401k will, you know, overall will really allow you to then, when you want to take a look at, you know, maybe rolling these funds out to get yourself a better rate of return, is the cost worth it? Because typically advisors are going to cost more than just a 401k plan. So you really want to be able to gauge, you know, the cost of leaving it there versus the cost of moving it out because even if you're going to pay a little bit more to move it out with an advisor maybe your return's going to be better so you know just having a an idea of the cost associated with that versus what the cost would be moving out and the you know projected rate of return for a new advisor versus your 401k can really make uh, a huge difference in your rate of return because if you're just getting a small return at your company 401k, you know, even though it's cheap, if you roll it over and you double that return, it helps you get to, you know, your retirement goals easier.
0: Well, yeah, and that's the that's the whole that's the whole idea here. We want to make sure that we hit our retirement goals and can live comfortably in retirement. And so I think that's really important. And you want to review these things, your 401k documents, work with a financial services professional. Um, So what's the next uh, big uh, 401k mistake we should be on the lookout for?
1: You know, the the next big one that I've seen and that the company or the next big mistake uh, is outlined in this article is overemphasizing company stock. You know, I know everybody's proud of where they work and, you know, loves uh, that they own stock in their company, but, you know, they they offer such great deals to buy into company stock that, you know, you just keep buying it and buying it and buying it, which is awesome and great because you're getting a deal for doing that. But if you have just a ton of company stock and something happens in the market, you know, and it affects your company, it's really going to take a big hit in your overall portfolio. Yeah. So, you know, what we recommend doing is only making your portfolio 10 to 15% of company stock.
0: Ah, there you go. Yeah. Well, and I can see where it could be tricky for the average person to navigate through all this. Um, so I think that's very helpful. And I don't want to sound like a broken record, but honestly, you have to work with a seasoned financial services professional like yourself.
1: Yes, yeah, sure. Because what you're really, when you're taking a look at company stock, you have to be cognizant of what the vesting schedule is. So the vesting schedule is, is once you buy this stock, how long you have to hold that before the company allows you to sell it. Because Their deal for you is that you bought it at a cheaper price, but they sometimes want you to hold that company stock for a year, two, three, sometimes even five years before they allow you to sell it. So, you know, while you're waiting for all this company stock to vest, you're buying more and buying more. So you really should be paying attention to, okay, well now if, you know, this amount of stock has vested, can I sell it? and take the earnings from that put it back into my portfolio and rebalance it so that you can make sure that you're not getting too overemphasized in that one area.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the key here and uh, I think again uh, that's that's good advice. What's another serious 401k mistake up?
1: Another serious 401k mistake that many people fall victim to is wasting opportunities for matching funds. So at its most basic, matching funds are simply additional income provided by your employer. The way I look at it is that, you know, if they are matching 3%, then you need to put in at least 3%. Why? Because you just got 100% return on your investment. You know, nobody, there aren't uh, really any uh, returns I've seen quite like that. So, you know, people that are scared of, Oh, well, if I take this much money out, you know, it's going to have a huge effect on my check. Well, you know, three to 5% at the very minimum isn't going to affect you that much overall. You know, it may change your uh, take home pay by a couple of hundred dollars, but um, depending on how much you make, but that is really, you know, one of the biggest mistakes is not taking advantage of free money that your employer is willing to give you. Yeah. You know, cuz people are talking about inflation and all this kind of stuff. Well, this is an easy way to already look at, you know, if your company matches you 5% and you put 5% in, you're automatically then they're they're paying you 5%. So you're increasing your your pay by 5% a year. Wow. So, you know, if you're looking for additional ways to you know, increase your pay. Well, that isn't money that's going straight into your pocket for take home. It's money that can be, you know, that you know is going to be used for your retirement later on.
0: Yeah. And it's money you don't have to put into your retirement account out of that take home money. So it's huge. You just want to make sure you're putting in enough to get the maximum match. You have to put in at least that much to get the maximum match from your company Otherwise you're you're leaving money on the table, free money. And it, that's money that's gonna grow with compounding interest, right? I mean, that's huge. So I, I think that's a great point to end on. We're out of time for today's show, but before we go, let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you to set up that complimentary consultation.
1: For our listeners to get a hold of me, they can give me a call at our office at seven seven five six seven four. 2222, 22, or visit our website at com.
0: All right. That sounds great and good show today, Blake. Uh, I really liked it. A lot of tips about 401ks, things people need to know. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Campfire Financial Talk with our host, Blake Andreva. Thank you, Tony. Thank you for listening to Campfire Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Blake at Nevada Retirement Planners. Call 775-674-2222 or visit them online at campfirefinancialtalk.com. Advisory services are offered by Nevada Retirement Planners, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Nevada. Insurance products and services are offered through Nevada Senior Advisors, LLC, an affiliated company. Nevada Retirement Planners, LLC, and Nevada Senior Advisors, LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.